The following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. In three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I am your host, 34. And tonight, we have a very special guest. Mr. Christian Martinez is in the building. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing quite well. Uh, super excited to be here. Um, it's, it's, it's on a Tuesday. We are here. <laughs> it's going up on a Tuesday. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm showing my age because I'm sure some kids out there listening like, that's an old ass song. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no, nah, nah, it's true, man. It's Tuesday. I hope your week's going well. Um, I actually just, this is my second day of a new job. So, you know, hey. I'm still trying to find a rhythm and everything. But uh, yeah, man, it's good to see you. Likewise, uh, man. For sure. And for the folks out there who are unfamiliar, me and Christian don't really know each other. It's our first time meeting. Um, so it's always great for me to, to meet new people through this way. And I'm, I'm super grateful for someone who doesn't know me willing to come on here. Uh, so thank you again, Christian. And um, and a quick round, r- rundown for all the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show. We do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. Um, and then afterwards, we'll jump into the main portion where we turn to the Wheel of Fate or my guests choose their own numbers. And then after that, we'll finish it off with some closeout questions. Sound good to you, Christian? Sounds good. And off the bat, I'm going to go with the Wheel of Fate. All right. Just, just throw that out there. Thank you for the heads up. Thank you for the heads up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, man. Well, before we jump into the warm-up and everything... I do want to check in with you. Just ask you how you've been lately. Uh, you've been doing well. You've been doing great. How you been, man? Yeah, man. I feel like uh, this week started started strong. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I'm an educator, so you know the wave of being an educator in and now, especially with the times of COVID, have been rough. But I feel like we're finding balance. I got you, man. Yeah, no doubt. Mad, mad love and respect for you for being an educator. Um, I don't think it's something I could do, but I actually work with the youth as well. Uh, I'm I'm in the after school program side part of it, so you know, hey, so get it. It's a whole different vibe, a little bit, right? Um, from the classroom to just kicking it at the teen center and whatnot. But uh, yeah, no, mad mad love and respect to you, man. And I Appreciate will a- I will ask you some educator questions later on as well. Win this. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Well, jumping into the warm up, my all first. Right. My first question for you is, what would you like the audience to know about you? Oh, I would love the audience to know that I come from the mud. I live in DP Stokeland. Uh, I'm a 98 um, and I've been living here since I was 10. I got you. I got you. You you going you staying here? You're not you're not trying to get out of here. <laughs> I'm staying here. I'm staying here. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. I'm I'm still on the fence about it sometimes, you know. Uh, if, if this if this podcasting don't take off for me, I might have to move out. <laughs> you know, gotta do what you gotta do. I feel it. I feel it. You already know, man. Uh, Follow up question is, what is a common misconception about you that you feel like you always kind of gotta like, you know, either break that judgment or tell somebody like, what was yeah. you say for you? I think I think whenever I, I step into an environment. Um, I always got a name that I come from a place of love, you know. Uh, and what does that mean? Is that I think just because I live in DP Sokin, there's a lot of like assumptions that come with that. That like I'm rough the, around the ages, and don't get me wrong, I'm kind of, I'm kind of is, you know. But I feel like people just assume that I'm always upset, and I'm gonna come with some like heat. But I'm like, yo, I'm here to to help heal the world, not to harm anyone. Um, so yeah, just come from a place of love. Like I gotta set the tone. 
I got you. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a lot of folks who I feel like are truth speakers and like really want to, you know, be direct and can be seen as rough around the edges when because I'm not that person, man. Like I, I try to please everybody. I try to like, you know, make sure everything's cool and nice. Um, but I, I definitely know, at least when I try to build a team, that mm -hmm. we need people like you, you know, who may be considered rough around the edges, but really, you know, is just telling it how it is. Um, we need folks like that. So, and especially teaching the youth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For um, sure. As, as far as like working with the youth, I do like to yeah. ask, I, I like to ask teachers that I have on here, um, you ever had a mic drop moment where like a, a student was trying to check you on something and then you're like, oh, let me just lay down some knowledge. Uh, you ever had that kind of moment with your kids? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, all the time. I feel like they always try to check me on like how how hard they are, right? And, and don't get me wrong, like a lot of them been going through a lot of struggles, but um, I feel like I always got a story to like back up my facts of like this is what I've been doing. Um, and they they love it though, like they appreciate it at the end of the road. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's, it's cool. To, I think when students can see like adults and or teachers, anybody older, like really be true. You know, I think they got this this like. I don't know. I'm, you can you can tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I feel like students, eh, for the most part, since even as adults, we can tell when someone's being fake or trying to put up a front or trying to flex or whatever. Um, so I think students can see that a lot in adults when they see adults interact. So it's like you know when when you can be real with them, I think they appreciate that more. I I could be wrong, but I hope all the students I've worked with, like you know, can appreciate that and see that, and hopefully be inspired to also be real with like people that they're around, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I feel it, man. You got to walk the talk when you're around kids. I work with <laughs> high schoolers, so they they they're extra vigilant around like, okay, if he really talking to walk or he's just making it up. I hear you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a high school now too, and. Uh, like I, I don't try to rush relationship um, building with, yeah, with with kids, you know. I, I try to let it happen naturally, um, but I'm, I, I I feel it. Like I've only met a couple kids here and there, but I already know they're sizing me up, trying to figure out what I'm about, like and all that stuff. So we'll see how it goes, man. It's only day Let's two. Go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. My second question for you in the warm up is, what could we do in your honor? So if I was gonna tell myself today I'm gonna do something in honor of Christian, what what could I do to, you know, promote your energy? You know, make make sure your your energy is still around. Yeah, man, I appreciate that question a lot. Um, I think a mantra that I've been holding on for the past, I want to say six years or so, because um, I have my own podcast and my own movement over here. Um, it's it's talking about elevating community, right? There's a lot of one gatekeepers out there, you know, in our communities. And I something that you would do in my honor or your listeners can do in them. It's like, yo, elevating community. We are all here for a mission, and it's just ride together. No doubt. You know, you ever heard of that saying? Um, I saw this in an email, you know, one of those staff emails that's sent to everybody. But uh, <laughs> what it said was that we're all just walking each other home and like straight out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, that hit me. That hit me different. Yeah. man. I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's well, facts. I hear it. I hear it. Um, as far as your your passion for community, mm -hmm. where did that come from? Was that something you were born with or something you, you kind of like had to grow into? Man, it's something I have to really grow into. Like I said at the beginning, I came here to the U.S. when I was 10. Uh, I came as an undocumented child and just I became documented when I turned 25. Um, and throughout that period, I was just lost. One of the things that I tell my kids, I was like, yo, I was lost since I was 10. I'm 32 now. 
And just when I was sturdy, I find myself again because I was so lost. I'm like, what, where am I going with life? What does success mean? Am I going the right path? So all those things just kind of aligned for me. And I feel like now I find a community because that's what I wanted since I was young. Got you. Got you. Where, where, where did you find your community, man? I, I feel like that's what people struggle with. They don't know where they belong. So how, yeah. did, how, did, how did you find your place? Uh, the number one thing to find your place is to know who you are, like know where you come from. I went down this like rabbit hole, like trying to identify myself with like a, a subgroup or like, am I, am I, I live in DP Stoken, so I shoot, navigate, that's where I rep that. But I was like, no, I got to rep the whole me. So I come from um, Michoacan, Mexico. Um, and I went down there as soon as I became documented to kind of learn more about my history. And I come from this a small indigenous community, the Purépecha indigenous community. And I feel like I, ha I learned my history, came back to the U.S. And I'm like, yo, I, this is my community. I have friends since I was 10, the same friends that I had. And we've just been building, especially with this podcast and this platform called Noche Galactica, where everybody is a poet, whoever comes on board. That's sick, man. Um, let, let me let me ask you that about your podcast yeah. real quick. How long you been doing it for? Mm -hmm. Let me ask yeah, first one. Yeah, I've been doing this since 2018. Um, and, you know, it's been all about talking under the stars and having really deep conversations about life. And really, again, going back to the to the meaning of like we all elevate in community. We are all stars. And once we come, you know, we all shine together. It's like a brighter light. So making sure that we see each other as a, as a resource and as a plug. And, and we are here not to like gatekeep, but to elevate. I got you. I got you. Um, and then let's move on to that last question yeah. in the warm up. Uh, on a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? I, ooh, that was, that's a good one. Uh, I think it's, it's a solid eight, like a solid eight. I think I'm up there. Uh, if you had asked me that probably like four years ago, I'd probably be like, man, I could three. <laughs> you know, I like a three. But I went through this like really big awakening, and I'm really happy to say like I'm an eight. Still some work to do though. No doubt, no doubt. We all we all got work to do, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and follow up to that is what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? Uh, I feel like the energy that I bring to myself, you know, and also the energy that I bring to others. Like when people to to be around, I want them to be felt like like they are hurt, that they are understood. Uh, and also they, they're going to be checked, you know, and, and, and we're here to grow together and vice versa. They can check me. But I think the energy that I bring to the room is like. It's beautiful. I feel you, man. I, th I think for me, that's something that I'm still um, learning to embrace. You know, like mm -hmm. it took me a long time to figure out, you know, what 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 made me unique or different, what energy I brought. And now that it's come into light a little more, it's like, you know, do I guess I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'll be real with you, man. I guess I'm a little afraid, you know, of like what, what that's going to mean or what where that's going to take me. But uh, at this point, I, I also I, I turned 30 recently, 31 now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like, all right, well, this is, you can't run away from who you are anymore. Okay. Um, you're either going to like run with it or you're just going to stop yourself. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and hopefully it doesn't take the kids that we work with, you know, until they're 30. But it seems like a pattern. I don't know if we, yeah. most you and your friends or me and my homies, we talk about all the time, like, but yeah. their 30s just feel different. It hits differently. Yeah. It's a whole different frequency. You know, we talk about this like, yo, when we were in our mid 20s, late 20s, we started feeling some type of way. And then 30s hit and we're just like, oh, 
I, I feel more center, more ground on like the things I like and don't like. I, I, I like it here. <laughs> I do too, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious how 40 is going to feel. Yeah. I hope I hope it ain't like more pressure because I felt like there was pressure before, right right before 30 yeah. happened. Um, but nah, I got you, man. Let's uh jump into the wheel real quick. Hey, the wheel. All right. So I got this is a little different. Can you see it on your screen? Yeah, I can see it. All right, I'm gonna give it a spin, and I don't, if you see the points on the star, like all the points, so we're gonna spin it one time, and we'll mm -hmm. see where all those points land, and those are gonna be your numbers for the show. All right. All right. So here we go. I gotta write this down too, so I don't forget. So give me a That's second. Good. All right, let's do it. You got. Looks like you got four. Third, I want to say thirty-three. It's a little bit not not at thirty-four. Twenty-nine. Yeah. 25 21 16 16 12 and 8 all right so we might not get through all these numbers but this is how it's gonna guide our conversation um yep. starting with number four easy medium or hard all right um i get to decide which one i guess easy medium or hard yeah man let's go with easy let's start easy all right four easy if you're if you were going to get a phrase, quote, or symbol tattooed, what would you get? What would I get? Um, what would I get? I, I honestly would get like elevating community. You know, like that would be the phrase that I go to. I'm so grounded on that. I mean, you need that reminder every day, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess the the other one I already had it tatted up. The one I was thinking about uh, is the the clothing brand that I have, Swim Good um and that's tatted up with the meaning of it yeah swim dude <laughs> like we got a lot of similarities right now we work with yeah. youth we both got podcasts and i had a brand that i kind of put on the back burner because it takes a lot i, I don't know if yeah. it's if it's yeah. <laughs> if it's taking a lot of energy from you but uh swim good uh, tell yeah. me a little more about that what, what inspired that yeah so i was in um in 2019 i was in tokyo japan and i always been like into fashion and I always wanted to start a brand and I was going through a heart, uh, heartbreak and I was just like, man, listen to Frank Ocean, swim good, talking about love. And I was like, I got to put a different spin to this. So I was like, swim good. Um, no matter where you add in this ocean called life, you're going to be okay if you just swim good. So it's a metaphor just to like keep going in life. Um, and you just got to, you just got to float sometimes and make it happen, but don't drown because once you do that, it's, it's hard. Life is, it's super hard. So you just got to swim good. I hear you, man. I hear you. You know, it's interesting about brands, man. Like, I don't know if you ever felt this way, but the reason why I wanted to make my own clothing or like rep my own brand is that I felt like everything was just an advertisement for another thing. You know, like, oh, of course you're wearing Nike. Of course you're wearing it. Not, not hating Nike because they got clean designs. But, you know, if you're going to be wearing something and like, you know, advertising something, why not be your own thing? Right. Uh, yes. So <laughs> it I is, feel that. It empowers you a little bit to be able to say like, nah, this is my design or this is my shit. And like, I don't feel bad maybe like, cause you know, there are some not so great things about every yeah. brand. Yeah. Um, we don't know all the skeletons in the closet, but you know, we would feel really super guilty if something came out and we're like, damn man, like I thought I believed in it, but you know, you got to believe in yourself. So that, yeah. I try to, I try to set that up for kids. Like, you know, to whatever message they want to like spread or whatever they want to be about. Right, you got starting a brand is is 
Is it, has it been hard for you? <laughs> yeah, no, I think at the beginning it was super hard because I wanted to be something different. Um, where I live at, a lot of people start their own brands and now to knock on them, but I, it's around the city, like Oakland and the tree. And you know, that's great and amazing. It's, you, we can be proud of all that, but I was like, I need something to change the narrative. I need something that when someone puts it on, feels motivated to be like, yo, I swim good. And it becomes part of this like movement so at the beginning like no one really believed other than my homies but now like i launched my website people are buying it i see people who i don't know wearing the, the swim good here in oakland and it just feels good just to know that yo they they connect with the meaning uh of swimming good yeah man that's sick how about uh have you been able to get any like products and stuff out out in the motherland you know back in the hometown yeah yeah, yeah. I, I sent some to mexico i, I recently sent some to canada I also created like a community back in Tokyo and I sent some over there. It, it just means super, super fun just to start it and see people like, you know, connect with this. Yeah. Um, with yeah. No, oh. I got you. I got you. Uh, like, have you been and this, this, this yeah, may yeah, be yeah. too personal, but you've been able to build a team around it because that's what I struggled with, man. Like I was mm -hmm. trying to do everything solo with uh, with my brand and I'm not a businessman and I'm not good with accounting or like, you know, keeping track of my taxes and all that shit. So it, it bit me in the ass. And that's what kind of like, maybe like maybe I should cool off because I'm not ready. Like for me, I got to do some more growing before I really take this on. But yeah, for you, you, you got a team with you? Uh, honestly, just my two like best friends recently, just like two, two weekends ago, we were in ComplexCon just because we wanted to connect with people and really take it to the next level because you know you got to dream it and then manifest it and then like you're going to be there so just being out there repping swim good people asking questions like what is this uh with my homegirl like it was just dope but as far as like having a team i do everything in-house like i print everything orders just like here and i have a full-time job i get home and it's another full-time job but i feel like that's part of the grind like not giving up but i feel you on this team though like eventually i want to hire some interns or something to like run it you know and, yeah. and i just i'm just designing different stuff i hear you man and the two full-time jobs feeling um it can be hectic but i feel like it's fulfilling for you like you feel pretty you look you look you sound like you're pretty fulfilled would you agree <laughs> yeah i agree i think it keeps my mind like super busy um especially like Growing up, I had not the best, you know, of growing. Like, I got shot out here. My Holy dad passed shit. away when I was young. Uh, I dropped out of high school three times. So now knowing that, you know, one, I, I'm, I'm a co-founder of, of the high school that I worked for. Uh, and that started five years ago. Yeah. Oh, shit, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then just having, like, a podcast. The podcast, a magazine. And then the, the, co uh, the clothing brand is just like, okay, I, I'm doing things. Not for myself, but for my nephews. And for the brand boys out here in the hood to know that no matter where you come from, like, you still can make things happen, you know? You could start your own school if you hate yeah. school. Will I? Yeah. <laughs> well, then, no, yeah. I, I got I to gotta dig a little deeper on that one. Yeah, go for it. How? Yeah. <laughs> this is my first question. <laughs> but yeah, no, 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 okay. Um, well, yeah, was, was the process hard? Or was it something a lot maybe easier than you thought it would be? Like, yeah. Run, 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 run that down. Yeah, I'll I run it through you. So I started working in education as soon as I became documented. Um, and the the reason why is because, you know, growing up, my mom and my dad, uh, all they did here in the U.S. was uh, janitor or maintenance. So as soon as I got an office job, it was like, oh, I made it. 
you know, like I'm, I come from deep, I'm working off this job. I didn't go to college, I'm good. But as, as I started working in education, I started to see hella potholes of like, oh, what's, why don't we educate the brown and black kids differently though? Like we see, we have a lot of white people coming from different areas who don't belong or don't really live in this city, uh, teaching black and brown kids and they can connect. And now there's hella behavior issues. So I was like, this doesn't align. So I went through that sequence of events for like, so I was like 20, 27. By 27, I was ready to leave education. I was just like, as a teacher, a like back and forth, here and there. I was the band-aid, you know. I was definitely tokenized by my image and the way I look and the way I connected with kids' stories. Like, oh, he he would fix it because he can connect to the kids. And I just got tired of that. Yeah. I just got tired of that. So I told my organization, yo, I'm leaving. I'm gonna just go find a job somewhere else. I'm pretty talented. So I was like, I'm leaving, and then I get a I get a connection of this um lady this team that was going to start high school in oakland but they they needed like the missing piece like someone who really understands the community here in the fruitvale and i was like i want to hear y'all out because i'm not trying to get tokenized so they talked to me the pitch is honestly what i what i what my life has been about like just it's not just a high school you take kids outside the school gates to learn about different environments they want to be in if you want to be a shoe designer we connect with nike if you want to be a YouTuber, we go to YouTube and you get to learn and experience the careers firsthand. You know, it's like a project based learning environment. So I was like, I'm down with that uh, because success can look different, you know, for for everyone else. But And I just want people to have options and understand that it's, it's a big world out there. So the process was super, super difficult. Um, the anti charter climate here in Oakland is hard. So we have to go to the state to get it approved. And we got it approved. And this year will be our first year graduating seniors. Congratulations, man. That's That sounds really fucking dope. And the, where I'm at right now, uh, the reason... So I've had 17 jobs. I've bounced around a ton. Um, and I was at... At this particular high school, I was at four years ago. And I had left um, for my own reasons. And then I decided to come back. What excites me about the position now is that I feel like, and maybe it's different for your school because it's new and you guys were able to nav- navigate the quarantine a little different, but I feel like a lot of public schools, a lot of like, you know, district schools are going through this hard reset of like, these kids have changed or like the kids from eighth grade going to ninth grade and missing the year, it has changed the way they see education and like, I don't need to be in class or I don't need to get these assignments. I I need to do something I'm passionate about um, at all times, though. Right. Like it's like, why am I spending seven, eight hours here when I could be working on something that I'm passionate about? Maybe they don't know yet what they're passionate about. But that energy of like, get me out of here. Give me something that I want to love to do, you know. Um, so, yeah, me as an after school program guy, <laughs> I'm like. I know state schools and, you know, they got these, um, I guess, standards that they have to show kids can reach and all that. But I I really want to revamp the after school program to kind of like be that space of like, okay, you hate school, but at least come so you can come to these programs where like, hopefully this one hour and a half of like giving you something that you really want to do is going to be good enough to hold you over throughout the whole school day. So yeah, man, I don't know if this is the universe telling me or giving me an opportunity to connect with you but i will tap in with you afterwards just to ask you like if 
if you could leave me an email that I can reach out to, you know, uh, to build, yeah. build out my programs and I, I'd be forever grateful. And I think the kids are, are definitely going to benefit from it, man. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. And I believe in the universe alignment and anything you need. I'm down to ride. Um, one thing I do tell you, though, is like that that energy that you're feeling from the kids is real. And, and for me, that's something that has resonated since I was in high school. Like I said, I dropped out of high school three times, not because I wasn't ready, but the environment wasn't ready for everything that was thrown at me. And I feel like to this day, like I haven't graduated any type of college or university. And I'd say that with pride because I'm challenging the systems, systems that haven't worked for me. And I'm here to just like change the narrative around those things. Dude, I hear you, man. Um, and like I, I've been thinking about whether or not I want to pursue, you know, my master's or, you know, anything higher. But I do feel that whole like, why am I giving more money <laughs> to like, do do I like internally? I'm like, do I need, you know, the affirmation from other people, from a accredited, you know, what's it called? Establishment to tell me I'm yep. good. I'm good enough. Or do I just do it and like prove yep. it to myself, prove it to other people? So, yeah, man, I think it, it's weird because like, you know, I, I'm glad I'm not a teacher because I don't have to tell kids oh, college is the way like I was told yeah. Um, but yeah so yeah I really just want to open the world up to them and be like what what you see in right now is I feel like they can see a lot because it's all on you know social media on their phone and mm -hmm. stuff but are they do you think the youth as much as they see are understanding what they're capable of do they do you think they're they, they're feeling more overwhelmed or more empowered at this point yeah, I think from what I see of, of my students and just my surroundings, I feel like they're a little bit overwhelmed. I feel like they know that with COVID, especially those students who have suffered throughout this period, losses and maybe like financial burdens, that now they feel like, yo, I got to get out there and make some money. Like that's the pressure that I feel from them. And I think me as an educator, like I'm not here to fix students. I'm here to help you on your journey. And let's say you want to make money, but you also need this education, right? Let's talk about that and create a plan that's going to be sustainable. Like a lot of times we just throw like big words to them and they get super overwhelmed without knowing what's the, what's like the blueprint. Like I use my story as the blueprint of like, you want to get there? Designer, bah, podcast, bah. You want to be an educator, bah. You want, I do music too, bah, this is how you do it. You want to stock market, this is what I do, bah. You know, I feel like you got to show that to the kids and they can learn because a lot of times they don't get it at home. I got you. And honestly, that's one thing I, I think I underestimate is, is, you know, we only see them for like, you know, a part of the day when they they go to some place, you know, every day and they grow up with it or, you know, um, and I don't like to judge, um, but I do believe everybody is going through their own struggles. Uh, so, yeah, man, sometimes like I know, especially with kids, they might not tell you everything, um, but you can kind of see it. You can see yep. it. You can feel it. Uh, and it, it just sucks when you're trying to reach out and they're like, nah, I don't need that. I don't want that. You know, like, it's like, man, I, I just want to help you, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully they warm up to it by the time they're seniors too. Like they start realizing, oh, this person's been here for four years mm -hmm. of my life. I think they do care, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I got you, man. Um, and so you got the school. Yeah. And is there plans? I mean, I guess it's too early after four years, yeah. but plans for expansion or just... You, you guys just staying rooted in uh in Oakland right now 
Yeah, I think we're going to be staying rooted in Oakland just because the idea uh, of the high school is it, a little bit different, you know, like the whole project based learning, taking kids out on field trips that are very like learning opportunities for them. Like it takes a lot of work and people who are down to ride. So I feel like it, it, it might need a little more, maybe like two more years to be in full effect because the COVID situation kind of put us back down. But um I think it's just in the Fruitvale. I'm getting ready to start a different type of program, though, uh, that really um, is aimed to to talk about this idea of success, right? Like, is it college? Is it career? But at the bottom is like financial financial stability, and let's talk about that. Ooh, <laughs> you need to talk to me about that, bro. <laughs> I am, uh, you know, I'm part of that generation, that millennial generation, paycheck to paycheck, man, and. You know, trying to, especially when you hit 30, it's like, shit, man, like, <laughs> where are my savings like at? Where are my savings at? But, uh, yeah, man, I, I think that's, and I see a lot of y'all folks out there. Like, I see this wave of trying to teach the youth, like, don't fuck your money up. Like, <laughs> there's enough people yeah. trying to take that shit away from you. So you, you kind of got to hold on to it and do it smart. You know, yeah. don't don't just put it under your bed, you know, make sure yeah. it's making money for you and all that shit, yeah. man. Uh, so... I mean, I hope so. I was talking to some kids about like, you know, crypto and 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 stocks yeah. the other day, and like, you know, I always had to like tell them like, don't take my word for gospel, because it's not like I'm rich yeah. or nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if more folks can give them that information, because I can't imagine what it'd be like if I was in high school and I was able to like just put something down on something, and then ten years later it's like, oh, it took care of me. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And it's, that's great, man. Like, and I, I feel like even after this program, you're going to continue on and do even more. So it's going, it's yeah. crazy. To, it's going to be crazy to see you grow, man. And I'm glad that I've been able to touch base with you at this point because I feel like, you know, down the line, you could come back on here and tell me what's going on after. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I would love to, man. I appreciate it. No doubt. No doubt. Let's uh, hit up another number real quick. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to number 33. Easy, right. medium or hard? Uh, let's go with hard. All right. Ooh. Go. 33 hard is going to be... If you could get rid of any emotion, which one would you get rid of? Any emotion? Ah. Uh, hmm. That, that was tough. Go I feel take like your time. I, yeah. Maybe the emotion of, of like... Feeling like there's an urgency of something right um maybe feeling anxious feeling like ah i need to do something right um that that's the way i would describe that emotion uh, and the reason why is because i think it stops your peace of mind you know like it just stops from you being at a place of making decisions from this place of like all right peace of mind i'm good and a lot of times when we grow up in survival mode and we have that emotion, we don't make decisions from this place of peace of mind. And we are always rushing things that sometimes, you know, slows down your growth and, and puts you in situations where you are, you know, endangering yourself or endangering others. So I feel like that would be the emotion that would kind of take away. Uh, and yeah, no, I got you. Anxiousness, definitely yes. one of my biggest issues, I think. Um, but yeah, my, my first dream was to was to be a rapper, right? So, uh, you know, coming out with projects, coming out the music video here and there. I always 
was yearning for that viral blow up, you know, like, oh, this is going to be the song that's going to turn my life around and stuff. And I never got it, but like, it made me realize that anxiety that I had, right? Like, it was just like, I was feeling anxious, like, oh, I'm not there yet. I need to be making another song, even though, you know, if you force that shit, sometimes it's, the music's not going to sound good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like that it took me some time to realize and then i tried the clothing brand right after my rap career and uh even that you know i was like i'm, I'm, I'm hoping this is going to change it around change my life around and then but now i feel like you know uh i think getting older too coming 30 you see that the value in like spending your a long time on something not expecting things to happen so quickly uh and for me i think it's helped you know especially even creating this podcast uh, for me, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if for you, if you see the number or they like YouTube throws the numbers at you, Instagram throws the numbers at you. I try not to look at those numbers at all, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's definitely tough to, to feel like, you know, am I going too fast or am I not going, if I'm, am I going too slow? Yeah. Um, and so like with, with, you know, just tying back to kids and working with yeah. the youth, they're so used to things blowing up so fast or so yeah. used to things going viral. Um, and then like, it's crazy though. Like when I try to do look into social media and stuff, they're always saying like, you really only have like an hour for, for you to blow up. Cause in the next hour, something else is going to blow up. And it's just like, I don't want to chase that. Like, and uh, I, I don't want to, I want to remind the kids to not chase that either. Um, but I feel like that's where they're at right now in their head. Cause they see that's the that's the um, get rich quick scheme, right? Yeah. Of, of this day and age, uh, is to yeah. is to sell yourself, you know, in in, yeah. in, a, in any way. Um, yeah, I think on that on that same note, uh, also applying it to like dating, you know, like I've been talking a lot about what is love. That was like the second like big season of, of the podcast, like what is love? Asking a bunch of people what is love to you because there's different you know definitions of it. And then when he mentioned like there's only an hour, I also encountered that with just dating. Like, yo, there's an hour, there's something something else popping off. And I was like, damn, this is crazy how the world moves so fast um, around, you know, just the, the spam of attention that a person would have towards something. And it just moves so fast. So in the 30s, I realized to just take my time and value who I am and those around me who show me genuine love and to the numbers man they're gonna they're gonna take off like when I started my podcast there was only like three people listening you know <laughs> and then eventually a year later you know a hundred people more people started listening and it just makes you feel like there's people out there waiting for for you to drop something new and that's love oh no doubt no doubt and that's the thing man like I, I and I'm sorry I haven't checked out your yeah. podcast yet but it sounds dope yeah. as fuck um, I'm gonna have to check it out uh and like there's people who want to hear these things right and like they just don't know where to go um i don't know you said you you kind of like interview poets and stuff um yeah and like yeah for for me i i try to focus on just like everyday like people or it doesn't matter what profession or you know what you're doing but like i do think that i don't know man like uh, what, what i'm surprised about is that i get folks from india listening and I just can't imagine they're like, let me hear what this American's talking yeah. about or like what were their heads yeah. at, you know? It's just like, damn, and that's cool. That's cool. I wish I could interview some Indian folks so they can, yeah. you know, give that same reflection over here. Um, but yeah, man, like you ever heard about like if you read books that were written in like the 1600s, 1700s or whatever, 
um, you have somebody writing about like how some dude was trying to holler at his wife, and he's yeah. like the audience like that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's so relatable to like at any point of time and anywhere. Like you don't want that shit yeah. happening. Um, so yeah, man, just trying to expand that. I wish I could find those texts though, so I could show kids like, yo, man, the language is a little different, but they're talking about the same issues that that we feeling right now. It's um, in there. It's in there. Even even now, like. I listened to the first podcast that I did and I was like, wow, my mindset was somewhere else. And it's beautiful just to see the growth of myself and the guests that were on the podcast of that learning experience of who you are now. I should. Um, I normally say this for the end, but tell the folks out there, where, where can they find your podcast, man? Or yeah. podcast, Golden Brain, the, the whole uh, thing. Sports School School. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, you, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Noche Galactica, and you can find the podcast uh, on iTunes and SoundCloud, uh, that's where we add and the swim, uh, the swim good um, clothing brand is called Swim Good Dot Club because we're a club trying to swim good out here. You said Swim Good Dot Club. That that club C L U B oh. yeah. Okay, Dot Club. I got you. I got yeah, you. I, yeah, saw, yeah, yeah. I was like Dot Club. <laughs> like damn. <laughs> so on your own government organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Bef- before we move on to the next number, man. Yeah. I. Uh, I wanted to ask you about if you don't mind like being yeah. growing up und- undocumented right yep what were like what was a common misconception or yeah what's something that people would judge about your experience that you would have to kind of like you know reveal to them the truth or like what was real uh i think since i don't think i i, I have an accent so bef- i write when i was 10 so what I heard in education is that if you arrive after the age of 14, you keep the accent. So since I arrived before that, I'm 10, there's no accent. So I'm able to like be super like clear, super Ebonics, very Oakland. So when people would kind of say, wait, one, you sound, you sound like you are from the hood. Were you born here? So my language, and then when I switch it to Spanish, they'd be like, oh, you are really a native to, to Mexico. And I have to like check them like, yeah, that's my home. And I'm just here because I got here at a really young age. But sometimes people can't wouldn't understand that because they were like, "What? Your English is so perfect." I was like, "There's more to just one language. Like, there's a whole story behind this." So, always kind of like checking it about like my language and my experience, just because I don't have the accent. I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, man. I mean, I uh, I didn't live that life, um, and I I think like the folks that I you know grew up with maybe at the time it wasn't a thing to like tell everybody like yo uh, <laughs> this is my status yeah no, um, bro. but yeah man that that's definitely interesting i'm sure we could do a whole another podcast about your experience um <laughs> unfortunately yeah. well, we yeah. were run out of time um but let's just jump to another number real quick i'm down i'm down you got number 29 easy hard. medium or hard uh let's go hard 29 hard we go um so, when was the last time you forgave yourself? Whew. Uh, last time I forgive myself. We're gonna. I mean, like I said, you feel free to pass, man. If, yeah, if no, no, we here, we here. Um, right. I think the last time was in 20, 2019 at the beginning of it. Um, I got married when I was twenty five. I, I have lived like three full lives. I was married when I was twenty five. And then towards the end of 29, I got divorced, uh, you know, and it wasn't it wasn't the best ending of a relationship. Uh, there was a lot of drama and loose ends. But I think at the beginning, I tried to really like 
say it wasn't me like oh it wasn't me and it was this toxic masculinity of like uh it wasn't me it was not my fault but I had to really dig deep and like isolate myself for a while and get to read a lot about like toxic masculinity and unpack those layers where I was like yo it was you and you gotta go through this ring of fire um and learning from the work of Bell Hooks she's a feminist writer uh, she's a poet and she talks about like you know toxic masculinity and like a lot of folks of color never really get to learn from that because like my dad passed away when I was really young so I never really had a role model to look up folks so going through that whole process and then you know towards the end just saying you know what I forget myself if I did because I didn't know better but I cannot make that same mistake mm, got you yeah man to- toxic masculinity is something that I feel like even I don't know I'm doing it. You know, it's just like, yeah. damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's with me and my partner. She, she, luckily, she hasn't like brought that stuff up to me like that I've been doing it. But I yeah. do keep it in the back of my head sometimes, especially working with kids and like you know trying to be good role models to them. Um, you know, kind of like opening opening yourself up uh, to to ridicule, allowing yourself to feel things, um, and not just like say. And I I think that's something I still struggle with, uh, you know, because I always try to tell myself it's cool, it's cool, like it's all good, like <laughs> yeah, that's all we ever say. Um, but yeah, that's no, yeah, you gotta feel it. Putting out the plug out there, uh, the will to change by Bell Hooks. That's a beautiful book. That is like an easy read, but also really deep, and it talks about like toxic masculinity, how it's ingrained in us since the day we were born. You think, like, how much of toxic masculinity is like uh, nature versus nurture? You know, like, mm. I feel like there's some instinctual stuff, or maybe some stuff in our DNA that you know, I guess, make dudes the way they are. Uh, but yeah, I guess it's gonna take opening our minds up to to to. The will to change right that's that's what's yeah. called yeah that's the, that's the one that is that's the that's the book that's the what it's called and it really touches on on that right of like nature versus also like environment like growing up in an environment you got to show us a certain way uh but we are all i feel like for me it's been like a learning curve since i was like late 20s to like now of like i had to show a certain way for other people but how am i showing to myself and to my inner child you know, like, is, is that the way I should be showing to the world? And at times it's hard, just like you name it. Like, people are going to judge you. Oh, you're too soft or, you know, this is not how you navigate life. But I'm like, yo, I, that makes me happy. And it makes me feel like people feel safe around me. And that's the way mm. I want to project to the world. I gotcha. Yeah, and I didn't think about it that way, man. Like feeling safe, safe around others. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, go ahead and move on to the next one, which is hey. 20, 25. Let's uh, go. 25, easy, medium, or hard? Let's go medium. All right, 24 medium, or 25 medium is, yep. what does it mean to have a healthy perspective? Oh, I think, I think going, going, diving into like education and just like working with different bodies of students and families like understanding that there's more than just your own perspective right and it's hard sometimes like it tests your ego it tests everything your values like who you are but always understanding that you know your perspective is what it is but you are here to like impact the bigger the bigger world the impact make a huge impact uh, amongst like young lives and, and and families so also hearing them out 
you know and so i feel like having a healthy perspective is like listening to understand um and also speaking from a place of, of respect and love um not aiming to to like harm anybody you know because sometimes i feel like we get on this like high horse of like i'm gonna just say something to hurt you because that wasn't cool and there's a lot of that happening in the world versus saying you know what i'm gonna say things to one prove you maybe wrong but also hey i come from a place of love we don't have to disagree or agree i'm just saying and explaining my perspective uh, but hearing to listen that's something that i always aim for mm. no, i got you i got you um it made me think about like you know when a when a kid feels disrespected and they want to just like pop off right away and it's all like yo this person did this thing to me and then <laughs> and i'm just like trying to I the, the one time I've been able to defuse a situation like that was stepping into the space of where the fight was going to happen and like kind of got I got in between the kids and it was just like yo I'm here with you guys you know you're not alone like everybody's here is watching because I feel like in, in that moment they're just like this is all that fucking matters is me whooping this person's ass like <laughs> and yeah. showing something so you know like I've been trying or that that's that's been my go-to approach is kind of just like telling them like you're yo you're not alone like I, if you can hear my voice then you know that there's, i'm here with you and and like it, it's worked out as far as like kids are just like they're breathing hella hard looking at each other but they they end up you know moving on yeah i also try to remind kids time and place like okay you really got beef i guess the perfect time and place would be go to a ring put some gloves on because i feel i feel like that whole like if boxing wasn't you know so bad for our our heads <laughs> yeah and i think that could be a good alternative for a lot of youth you know especially mm. with aggression and um you know how it is man like sometimes yeah. you get in fights with other folks and you become good friends with them because like you mm. you understand you on that same level or you know you got that same approach uh you, you can connect um yeah but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no i feel you in that diffuse situation i i use a similar strategy where you know, I see, I see the students. And I was like, "Yo, I'm here. I love you, and I ride with you, no matter what's gonna happen." But I, you know, I'm here with you. And and when you say the word "I love you," and, and you really feel it, and you really name it to them, they 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 get shy. They get like they don't know how to act because it's something that it hasn't been named for a lot of them in the past. So when they're in a high state, it kind of brings the situation down a lot. That's interesting. Did not think about saying "I love you." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think kids will definitely get like they'll be shocked and they'll be like, "Wait, wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a good one. Yeah, have to, I'm gonna have to steal that one from you, man. For or sure, I'm sure. gonna borrow it. I won't steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, go for it. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, just a heads up, we have about yeah. 10, 15 minutes hey. left in the podcast. Uh, Want to thank you again. I've been having a great time. I hope you have been too. Likewise. Uh, let's go get it with number twenty-one. Easy, medium, or hard. Uh, let's go hard. All right. R twenty one is. When's the last time you felt left out? Uh, last time I felt left out. Oof. Um. I can't think about the last. Time. Ooh. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. It, it don't, don't matter. matter. <laughs> it don't matter. I, I try to think like in relationship watch with friends, but I feel like they always come through, like my homes come through in situations. I, I'm, I'm here to create change and like, it doesn't matter if you left me out, I'm gonna create my own lane. I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. You sure that's not the uh, toxic masculinity? <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. good with it. Yeah. <laughs> it happens sometimes, man. Yeah. yeah no, I hear you. Yeah. I, I, no, I feel that, man. I feel that because, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's not like I never yeah. felt left out. But yeah. when I ever, whenever I do, it's like, well, let me just do some shit on my own. Let me do something uh, that, that that I find fun. You know, it's it's really like. I, I try not to think about it, right? Like, it, there's this thing about overthinking, which, which is a whole nother thing. I think I do it too. But yeah, it's like, move on or, you know, be able to just take the next steps forward. Stop being anxious, you know? Yeah. Uh, and look at the long run. It's a, yeah. definitely interesting. But uh, all right, man. Like, yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, well, let me let me switch directions a little bit. Uh, you Earlier, you had talked about, um, you know, success. Yep. So how do you define success? Yeah, I, I think now as an adult, it's um, being in a place of, of happiness, like regardless of what you do. Um, and, and, and also defining happiness is, is hard sometimes. But I think finding a place of like peace of mind is like super key to me, like peace of mind, having time to like meditate in the mornings, having time to like uh, have, you know, meaningful conversations with folks that you gain something out of it and I gain something out of it. And I think for me, that's success. Now, society doesn't define success the same way I do, but uh, I think I'm, I'm always conscious that like, I'm changing the narrative. Sometimes I think I'm, I'm in an anomaly, right? Like I, I'm just a different motherfucker out here, <laughs> just trying to create a different lane. But success, also like where you come from, like I said, I come from like the mud, like I got shot when I was 14. And then my dad passed away, hella trauma, I had to go to therapy, I still go to therapy. And defining success is just kind of like, it's it's my own narrative. Um, it doesn't look, it looks different for you, it's different for my neighbor. So you just gotta stay on your lane and follow what makes you happy and, and trust that energy. Yeah, I got you, man. And on the flip side of that, what would, what would you say is your definition of failure? Uh, Failure is, I think the definition for me has been like it's, it's a learn it's a learning lesson um when there's a failure uh you know you learn not to do it again like i said earlier and also like bounce back um and i feel like throughout my lifetime and maybe you have experienced this as well is like you feel that failure like oh damn it hit now i'm back even lower than i was before what do i need to do and i always think about this term it's like it's not how low you go it's about the bounce back you know um so the failures are always going to be there in life and you got to learn to like adapt to them and then just catapult yourself to like a higher level. And honestly, it has been working so far for me. Sure, man. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I, I uh, like my failures and stuff for me, it's the bounce back. Um, I like it's not I know it's not true for everybody. And I think it's just me justifying my, my lifestyle and the way I've lived. But the, all the times I failed, I feel like I've just been pulling back like a slingshot. You know? pulling, mm -hmm. pulling, pulling, pulling. And hopefully, you know, if you get that courage to let go, that's when you kind of like, you know, go past the stars and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like sometimes that failure is going to be that that motivation or that, that push or, you know, the, the spring that you jump off of to get your head start. Um, so, yeah, and it sucks because you got sometimes you you don't know which failure is going to be the yeah. one you know you might think oh i failed already like nah you, you gotta fail some more <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i got Enjoy. you and um 
I, are you a Star Wars fan at all? This next one's more Star Wars ish. Yeah, you know what? I, I think early twenties I was. Um, <laughs> man, I was like, you can throw me, you can throw me in. Well, it's the it's what Yoda says. You know, there's no there's no try, just do. Just do. Are you you in agreement with that? That's something you agree with. I I agree. Yeah. Okay, for sure, man. <laughs> no, because for me, I feel like I'm 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 more of in the camp of like. Nah, I'm just trying, man. Like, you know, people tell me all the time, and this is where my my, my self confidence or you know things I'm trying to build up for myself comes in. But you know, I tell myself, yeah, I'm just I'm not doing a podcast yet. You know, I'm just trying to do it, and hopefully one day it's gonna be something I do. But you know, like people who have been supportive have always been like, nah, man, look, you're doing it, you're doing it right now. Um, but yeah, for me, it's just been like, nah, man, it still don't feel that way. I still feel like I'm just trying. Um, but I just wanted no. to see what your perspective was on that. <laughs> no, man. I, I tell you this. Uh, if you don't make it real yourself, like no one else is going to make it real for you, you know? And you got to run with that. Like it's a real thing. And treat it like it's like what it is. It's a real thing, period. That's that. I'm going to stay focused on that, man. Yeah. Not trying to let my anxieties tell me that I'm not doing it. Um, yeah. Which is always a struggle. But I, I appreciate the words, man. For sure. All right. Well... We made it to the final portion when we got some closeout questions. But before we do that, there's this exercise I'd like to do with you. It's called the 34th mantra. It's just you talking to you. And hopefully you get to watch this later down in the road. But you see the phrase, I am, I can, I will at the bottom. I just want you to fill in those blanks. I am blank, I can blank, I will blank. How would you fill that in for yourself? Got to, let me roll it. I am a beautiful human being. I can do anything I put my mind to, and I will continue to strive and vibrate high at a different frequency. Dope, man. Dope. And uh, hopefully one day, when you need that reminder for yourself, you could turn to that clip and just be like, yo, man, <laughs> it was me telling me. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, appreciate that. No worries, man. I, I, I think... Like, I'm glad you 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 brought that energy to it, right? Because I feel like for some folks, it's very like intrusive, almost, right? Like I mm. I turn I turn the mirror to you and be like, all right, talk to yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So thank you for for rolling with it. Uh, I'm still trying yeah. to find a, a good way to like get everybody comfortable with doing something like mm. that. Um, but all right, man. Final stretch. First thing in the final stretch is I will ask you a question from my previous guest. Okay. Shout out to Justin, um, and he he did little uh, what's it called, shameless plug right now because okay, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you ever heard of drip bib. Drip uh-uh. bib. It's this uh, you know streetwear style bib for adults. Um, okay. For if you eat, uh, you know if you like eating messy, you know okay. and, and you but you care about your fit. I think it's a good way to <laughs> to keep make sure everything clean. Okay, I'll check them out. <laughs> But uh, if if you were his question was if you were yeah. to wear a bib, mm-hmm. when would you feel like you needed one? You know, he did a little focus group question. Okay, I see you. I see you. <laughs> uh, I think for me it would be like eating ice cream. I always find myself like you know eating ice cream or like a gelato, and then all of a sudden it's like oh, I drop either on my shirt or like my pants or my shoes, and I was like, man, I just need to eat like more pills but have a fit. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you, man. I, I I can definitely see ice cream being messy for me too, and so I guess on your fingers, and you don't even know, and you like you wipe your hands on something, yeah, it's, it's not great. 
So yeah. anybody else have trouble eating with ice cream? Go ahead, yeah. check out Drip Bib. Drip Bib. Amen. And then my second to last question is, what would you like to ask the next guest that comes down to 34 questions? Yeah, I think um, the question I would like to ask them is, how do you, um, yeah, how do you elevate others? Ooh, I got you. <laughs> how do you elevate others? All right. I have a really good friend coming after you, uh, and I'm super curious how he's going to answer this question. So nice. Thank you for that. <laughs> What's uh, up? And then my very last question for you, man, the question that ties everything together is, you know, you got your descendants watching this yep. video. What would you like to tell them? Yeah, I would like to tell them that uh, life was hard uh, just growing up and navigating the environment and situations, but but I made it. I made it. Made it, and you're 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 making it. You're <laughs> yeah, making more. Making you're making more, man. Um, that's like like I said in the beginning, man. Mad respect to you, and I feel like the respect just kept getting bigger as we, as we conversed even it. more. Um, any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? No, yeah, I just appreciate, man, the environment. Uh, just, you know, again, I'm big on like the space and how the person that's leading the podcast makes you feel. And you you just did an amazing job. And I know holding the podcast as a whole sometimes is hard because you're navigating the situation. And you did you did amazing. Thank you for this time. Yo, man, I appreciate it. Uh, it is. It, it is a little <laughs> challenging sometimes because like my mind is super deep into what you're saying. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to like keep it moving and I'm not perfect. I've only, I haven't been doing this for that long, um, but I hope to get better as we, as I go along. And um, yeah, man, I think it works well when I have guests who have great energy. It uh, seemed like you, you really wanted to be here. And yeah. that means a lot to me because that makes me feel more comfortable. It makes me feel like, all right, well, let's get this rolling and we'll, 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 we will roll together. Yeah. That's what it is, man. Um, so... I'd like to thank you again for stopping by. Uh, I want to thank all the folks out there. If you're checking this out on Spotify, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts, much love to you as well. Uh, remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. And we'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions. Peace. Have a good one, man. <laughs>